Andy Bush here. Welcome to the bonus round, your Monday episode of Guestimators. This podcast, this podcast right here, is the place to get the inside track on this week's questions and have your say on the issues raised in last week's quiz. Uh, and I feel like on a weekly basis, uh, this is getting more and more uh, a key podcast that's to deal with uh, loose ends from the previous week's quiz and podcast. Uh, today, as ever, I'm joined by Statman Matt and producer Will. Fellas, how are you doing? You okay? Doing well, thank you, Bush. Yeah, good. As you say, Bush, I had to send a message to the group earlier just being like, we need to cut the pre-chat, get straight into the the messages and everything like that, because otherwise it's going to be the longest episode we've ever done, because mm. uh, we've got so many messages. With, with brevity in mind, producer Will, I'm, I will move on from the fact that you've got your, your clothes error in the background of this video <laughs> call, and we'll get straight into it. Um, what's the first thing we're going to be dealing with uh, this the, on this uh, episode then, chaps? Well, I've, I'll kick us off, Bush. So um, we had cool. one request coming in from, from Chrissy Killen, who it was actually the, she requested a couple of weeks or so f- for some advice about um, how could she get a higher score on guesstimators, which is where I came up with my man on the Clapham omnibus fact that um, or, or Dave, it's, it's become Dave and the Clapham omnibus. I don't quite know how that how that happened. But she, <laughs> she she sent us a message saying, "How on earth does anyone get a nine? So we had our winner last week got a nine out of ten, the fourth person ever to get a nine. So I think what I might do every week, I'll just seed out a little tip to the uh, the guesstimators audience about how can you get a better score. So here's my one yes. tip for Chrissy and for everyone. Um, so we've had the we've had Dave on the Clapham Omnibus I, I would always think when I'm when I'm answering these questions that the, the questions are phrased very intentionally and there's usually like two dynamics so you know we don't ask the guestination what's the best biscuit or things like that there's always like a slightly added dynamic for instance on um, last week's quiz it was about if you uh-huh. could only drink one drink in addition to water for the rest of your life so it's not saying what's your favourite drink it's like what's for the rest of your life what would it be tea came out on top of coffee because if you could only have one of the drink from water and coffee was your only drink that's just that that could be absolute mayhem i know that is your life basically bush but um that's <laughs> so so so, yes. so so i think that's that's what so actually is your advice matt because i'm a little bit confused as to what your advice is in this particular instance think <laughs> think about the added dynamics in the questions and then use that to get into the minds of people so so the question could easily be interpreted as what's your favorite drink in addition to water but it's not quite as simple as that on any of the questions you know the the, the question writers here which is us three basically uh we think long and hard about these things no it, it, I, I get it because in the same way you're saying you know who has the best life which we answered last week in terms of the celebrities you know D- judy dench david beckham you've got to look at every factor of their lives you know on paper it might just be immediately you're like well taylor swift because she's the richest mm. but actually you've got to think about the fact that oh yeah she's so famous so you know she can't go anywhere um, whereas someone like Judy Dent, she's really famous, but she's also quite old. So, you know, her life might not be as brilliant as, say, David Beckham. So it's weighing up all the different factors, isn't it? It's not as simple as just looking at who's your favourite or who's the best. Yeah. Mm. Also, and I think the, the, the key thing that comes up every week as well is trust your instinct. The amount of celebrity uh, guesstimators, celebrity quizzes who've come on. Uh, and then talk themselves out of a right answer by overthinking it. So I think that's the core thing there as well. So, okay, that's good advice. It's good intel how to improve your score. Thank you. Maybe one more next week. I'll, I'll see how many I can think of to uh, yeah to, to help everyone get a better score. We we had a, we had a few messages in a, a, around the same topic. So um, I don't I I can't remember which episode. Which was potato episode? Was that was that quiz one? It was. It was an early quiz. It was Bobby Seagull, I remember. That was Bobby what it was. Seagull. So that was quiz three. So right. quiz two was who's the best Irish person. 
and Maddie Dan was on that, and we were asking, answering who's the best Irish person. And the voicemail that we had in, the voice note we had in, was someone who had said Connell from Normal People, who is a fictional mm-hmm. character played by Paul Mescal. So, okay, bear that in mind. Episode three, quiz three, was what's the best way of cooking a potato? And roast potatoes. Where's this going well? Okay, remember those two things. Now, I have been sent, and I'm going to remember... Uh, so Olivia Swash is the person who I noticed it first from. She sent me a Lad Bible social media clip of Connell from Normal People, aka Paul Mescal, and uh, his co-star from the late the film that he's in at the moment, who is the vicar, the hot vicar, hot priest. Andrew Scott. From, yeah. Yes, Andrew Scott. Thank you. So those two so said talking hot about was hot priest. Yes, go Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal talking about the best way to cook a potato. And they concluded that roast potato is the best. So guesstimators is entering into the public domain. People, lad Bible, are on it. They're all over it. Oh, wow. So do, do we think, because you know what lad Bible are like, they, they, they dip their little toes in the water of the way public conversation's going, and then would you believe it, it ends up on their feed? Do, do you think they've, they've had a little look at what, you know, over the guesstimators garden fence and, and had a bit for themselves? It's either them or it's Paul Mescal. Like that's, you know, I'm not. Go- I'm never going to accuse Andrew Scott of stealing because um, he's just he's a hot priest. But he's a pro- hot priest. But Paul, I wouldn't put it past Paul Mescal to be stealing our content and giving it to Lad Bible. Uh, Mescal, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, obviously you would never admit it because obviously it's your way of a back channel for you to get content. Just give <laughs> us a credit, Sunshine. I know you're the big, you know, Mister. Mr. Guest, no, Mr. Gladiator 2. We're going to call it Guestimators 2. That'd be, that'd be what a hell of a sequel. Uh, but yeah, to give us some credit. Okay, so that's good. So two worlds kind of colliding from within the world of Guestimators right there. Uh, another point of order uh, that we need to get through as well in this episode. So we so we had a message through um, when we sent out what should we be talking about on the bonus round. Um, someone said Cranberry Gate in caps capital letters right he's he's obviously trying to lose i think i think he is you bush and i would say of 50 percent of all the comments we get on guesstimators online and in real life are about how you approach the quiz <laughs> i'm not even exaggerating that do you know what i am i i think i'm an idiot savant okay so like i'm incredibly thick but i just have a higher power i've got a connection with a higher power look i i'd heard but i don't know why this is stuck in my head but I'd heard about cranberry juice being good for um, um, urinary tract uh, infections. <laughs> and for some reason, it just keeps sticking in my head. But I never knew whether that was like a, was that fake knowledge? Had I heard that and someone was just trying to trick me a little bit? And it was one of those things that hangs over from when you're a teenager. And it's, yeah, we're talking about cranberry juice ain't going to help a urinary tract infection or a UTI from this point forward. Uh, but then it just bubbled into the top of my head. And I think sometimes when I panic and I've, I, I've, I've lose my train of thought or I don't know how to answer... I could probably come out with stuff that is what would be described as a field day for our listeners, our cruel, cruel listeners. Well, well Bush, I'm, I'm about to save you here because I actually went into the data. So if you remember, the question was, yeah, if you could have, you had to have one, one drink in addition to water for the rest of your life. And one of the questions was, what was the most frequently chosen fruit juice? Across right. all the answers of the destination, there were three fruit juices chosen. We know apple, um, sorry, we know orange was the top. Apple was also uh-huh. chosen, but cranberry juice was also chosen. So there was only three juices chosen and cranberry was one of them. So actually your answer was not as um, stupid as some people are making out online. So there's somebody else out there that was thinking cranberry juice as well as me. If, exactly. If you are that person, do get in touch at Guestimators and let's meet up in a Weatherspoons. <laughs> Basically what we're learning is that 
a certain percentage of the destination at any one time have a UTI. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I, I think that's a good stat to keep in mind as well. Yeah, shifting we, uncomfortably on their seats with a bit of a temperature. We won't publish any names, but but that but that um, also we also had a message through from Ali Hodrian. Sorry, Ali, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, but she said something. I would assume that um, we could pull out the data. Does Bush? on the radio, which is your Twitter handle, and celebrity guests have many or any answer twins, by which I think she means the, the 10 answers that Bush gives, do any of the people who are doing it from the general public also have the same amount of answers? You know, So do you have, you know, like on Friends where Joey had an identical hand twin? Does, does Bush have any, <laughs> does Bush have yes. any tw- twins out there? And I, I went to look into the data for last week's quiz, um, and n- no is the answer to that. <laughs> However... Oh. However, one person um, who answered from the general public gave seven of the same answers that you did, Bush, including every single same answer on the first round, which is about the celebrity lives. And um, we're able to, we're not going to reveal any names, but through our, um, through our tech system, we're able to, it's able to predict what type of person this is, like their demographics. And this person was a female with a predicted age 55 to 64. Oh, brilliant. They're my sense. people. It's my tribe. That's my tribe. <laughs> Isn't that weird though? Imagine if there was one week where someone, it's not just for me, but any of you lot doing this or people do the quiz. Imagine someone else in all those instances of, is it always 10 questions every week? Is that what it is? 10 every week? 10 questions, a tiebreaker. The the odds on someone else in the world giving exactly the same answer as you, it's like that Spider-Man gif of two people pointing at each other. There's there's a doppelganger thing going on there. I'm now on the look for it. So if, 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 every week I'll look for it. And if we find that person, we'll, we'll hunt them down and we'll get them on this podcast. And, Maybe you've got like a twin brother out there or sister who you've just never met. You know what, what about it'd be that? Worth, Amazing. You know what it'd be worth doing is going back and looking at um, Bobby Siegel and Lloyd Griffith's scores because they were obviously looking for dates. And if yeah. we could match make them with someone who gave the same guesstimators answers as them... How, imagine, how amazing would that be? Perfectly tailored. I mean, that would be it. And just incidentally, as a footnote, Bobby Stegall still looking for a date at the moment. So do get in touch if you do have availability in your diary for, for Bobby. And um, well done to Ali. That's a great question. We love your comments and your questions and your thoughts. People taking this to the next level. So it's at guesstimators if you want to get in touch. Come and say hello on X. I think Ali was a top. Was Ali top ten as well? I think she's been top ten twice, twice in a row. Which is um, well, she should be given the tips oh. to answer guesstimates, but not me. Yeah, she needs to do a little TED talk on uh, <laughs> and how how she's made it a success. That would be great. Uh, right, let's let's get on with it then, and let's find out what we're quizzing about this coming week, Statman Matt. So this week's quiz is called Condiments, Cities and Degrees Celsius. And the first round, um, we, we asked the guest nation if they could only use one condiment for the rest of their life, what would they choose? And I think there's two things I want people to think about here. One, what is a condiment or how do people interpret, inter, interpret easy for me to say, a condiment? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And back to the similar conversation, like only one condiment for the rest of your life. So we're thinking about roast dinners and we're thinking about scrambled eggs on toast and we're thinking about sandwiches. So, you know, what's the one condiment? You need an all-rounder. You need an all-rounder. Mm. And it's very, very difficult to find that one thing that works with everything. Sriracha sauce, just going to put it out there, but I don't want to in any way affect your answers to the quiz when you start playing. Is gravy a condiment? That's another big question. Mm, it's, it's... I don't know if it is. <laughs> I honestly couldn't eat a roast without gravy, so... And that would really stress me out, not being able to have a roast. Oh, it's a really hard question. I, it's Thanks a hard question. Imagine not a world without gravy is... 
I know there's a lot of bad stuff going on at the moment. But I would say a world without gravy is up there in top five nightmare scenarios. So where's the movie about that? Where's where's the Bruce Willis movie about that? Okay, so that's condiments. Condiments. So round two, um, we asked the guest nation to name, in their opinion, the best example of a six out of ten UK city. So not an amazing city, not a terrible city, not even really an average city, one that's kind of just above average, a six out of ten. So have a think about you know what what the cities that people everyone's been to that they could judge that from. And also, like, what makes a six out of ten city? A tricky, a tricky one is is a city that essentially goes under the radar. Um, a city that would never be in with a shout of uh, hosting the, the European Championships or even the Eurovision Song Contest if it was to come to this country again. So that's a good one. I like that. Have a little think about that. That's good. And then for the final um, category, the final category, which is the degrees Celsius. So we told the destination it was going to be the same temperature basically in daylight hours for the rest of their life, but they had to choose what temperature that is. So basically when they're going outside, it's always gonna be the same temperature, whether it's winter, whether it's summer. Try and think about, you know, is the ideal temperature there? Is it, what, is it cold or is it warm? Don't know, question mark. Hmm. Uh, just out of the three of us here, are we prefer hot or cold? You hot or cold people, people? I like warm, um, but not too, so I, I would always just linger in the mid twenties, 24. 24 is ideal for you. I mean, I with that, what would be your ideal fashion uh, season? When are you on point fashion-wise? Autumn. Autumn for Will. Uh, Matt, what about you? You've got a kind of, um, hmm, I'd say South American, uh, someone who, who would carry narcotics on behalf of a larger cartel through a South American airport look <laughs> about you. Thanks, I think. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a mix of sportswear, dapper sportswear, slightly throwback 1970s uh, sportswear, and, uh, and, and tight-fitting um, ski tops. And what, what was the jacket from a couple of weeks ago? ski tops. He looks a bit like Chikorito at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's got that kind of look about him. I could see you with maybe two or three kilograms of heroin uh, gaffer tape around your waist. What is Zara's airport? <laughs> a bit breaking bad, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I always take for granted when it's warm. I never really appreciate it because, like, when it's really like Baltic at the moment, like early January, I always think, oh, I wish I'd just made more of it being warm. So I quite like the, I quite like that um, kind of late May wearing a t-shirt, not having to think about just throw on a t-shirt, maybe even some shorts. Just a, t- just a t-shirt, Donald just, Ducking just, it. Just a t-shirt. Imagine that. Pixelated. Yeah, well, our records are going to take a new turn when it, when the sun when the sun comes up. Um, Do you know the thing when, when we've done our when we've done our actual recordings of the actual guesstimators quiz in all the different temperatures we've done it in? I've always thought that you you never have a big enough coat on, uh, Statman Matt. You've, you always think he's going. I always think to myself he's going to catch a death out there. He's just got a small jacket on. I hate carrying lots of stuff around with me, including clothes. So I hate um, I hate having two bags. But sometimes I have to do that. I hate having a. I hate having a coat. I actually hate using cloakrooms. That's another interesting thing. I think cloakrooms are a big. Um, it's a it's a uh, it's a bit ra- it's a big racket that people are just making loads of money from cloakrooms when they I don't think they need to exist. Wow, I've never met anyone suspicious of cloakrooms before. <laughs> I, a lot of other suspicions on other things, but never cloakrooms. I just refuse to pay two quid to put my to put my coat somewhere. Just I'll just keep it on. I'll just put it on the back of a chair. You know, behaviour consistent with someone, again, concealing something on their person. You refuse yeah. to hand over your coat. It all makes sense. Chikorito with a, with a Coke. Yeah, Chikorito. Uh, sir, could you just step over here? We just need to do a few further checks as Matt runs for the exit. 
Uh, there's a little uh, mental image for you there at the tail end of this episode. Okay, so recap for us one more time, then start my map. The names of the three uh, rounds. So it's condiments, cities, and degrees Celsius. Right, then, well, plenty to ponder there, our dear listeners. It's over to you. Make sure you are registered to play at guesstimators.com. Uh, we love hearing your scores and everything as well. And we've heard also that a few of you have a WhatsApp group set up about guesstimators to play the quiz and to compare notes and share scores and everything like that so that's amazing if that's you we'd love to speak to you uh, make sure you get in touch at guesstimators you're going to be sent the link to play on monday morning that's it from us we will see you next time